When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, the NFL regular season just wrapped up, and you know what that means. Time for a new head coach. Also, starting on January 14th, 14 of the best teams will contend against each other in hopes of getting to Super Bowl 57. If that's not enticing enough, I'm teaming up with DraftKings to give all new customers a winning offer. New customers, all you got to do is sign up for DraftKings using my promo code DNVR, bet at least $5 on any NFL playoff game, and you'll instantly receive... An additional $200 in bonus bets. That's right, $5 any game of your choosing. Instantly get 200 in bonus bets. And with those bonus bets, oh, you could stack some same-game parlays, bet on uh, who you think's going to win and buy how much, and you'll have a shot at a bigger payout. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers, use code DNVR, bet $5 on any playoff game to get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Do it now. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of That's Good Broncos, a podcast featuring one man with a beard and one boy with no hair on his face. It feels so strange. I, I honestly like you shave your beard and you you feel so vulnerable immediately. You feel like yeah, you're open to attack now. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I was walking down the street and someone sucker punched me. <laughs> Get I, out of just, here, terrorist man. Yeah, it's crazy. Man face. Women will nev- never understand what it feels like um, to to lose, you know that you know that protection. It's just it's yeah. Or or like uh, unbearded men too. You guys won't get it. I'm sorry. No, I've had nightmares before about shaving off my beard. And then being so relieved when I woke up that it was still there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then this wasn't the plan. Um, and then you just kind of like try to, you know, you try to even it out a little bit. And you're like, oh, I went too far. Yeah. Oh, I went too far. Oh, I had the razor on the wrong setting. Now I have to even it out because you can't just have like a little bit shorter. And at the end of the day, you're just like, whatever. Bye bye. It's all gone. Bye bye bye. It'll grow back. Yeah. Give it a week. Yeah. Uh, last year when I did the monkey tail thing for <laughs> the fundraiser, I went as short as I've ever gone on my face after that. Uh, I kind of yeah. kept like the mustache, but just had this really, really short. Uh, a look I liked, but just not a not a fan of. Um, yeah, you are you are beholden to her wants and needs. Yeah, she is very anti-mustache. Uh, so even if it's not a full mustache, it's like some good stubble and a mustache. It felt like, I felt like I look like a rugged Western dude. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, she's not into like Tom Selleck or anything, even like a mustache not. like that. That's kind of, it's kind of comforting. I think for you, I guess, you know, 
but we'll see. Um, I no longer fear losing the beard because I, I saw what it kind of looked like. I'm like, okay, well, I can live with that. Why would you be afraid of it? It's not, it's not like male pattern baldness. It's not going to leave you. No, I mean, not, not afraid of losing it, but afraid of getting rid of it. What I look without it, how okay. I look without it. Yeah. I have a weak jawline and it's like, yeah, not as bad as I remember. So welcome yeah. to that's good Broncos. Where we talk about male insecurities. <laughs> we can go hours on that deep. Uh, <laughs> don't forget benchwarmerbrew.com. Uh, there's some of these things there, whatever the fuck those are. And we're going to be dropping a new blend called the Losers Blend very soon at Benchwarmer Brew. Medium dark roast about to come in your mouth. Uh, Benchwarmer Brew. And also DraftKings Sportsbook code DNVR when you sign up over there. We'll have a little more from DraftKings later, Will. Today, Broncos coaching, they are interviewing literally all of the guys. Seven guys. Seven interviews lined up. Woo. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, uh, I would cast an even wider net if I were them. Yes, twenty-one Same. blackjack. Yeah, I think you should you should interview a coach a coach from every team in the league. And at the end of the day, you just have more intel. That's know? what I was just gonna say. Get every uh, every secret, including your own team. Ooh. Possibly the most important intelligence of all. Interview Nathaniel Hackett? <laughs> God, if they made him do like an exit interview, oh, <clears throat> that would suck. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Did you see? I think the Jets just fired Mike LaFleur. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of sad that they had to have a scapegoat. It's kind of like Washington fired Scott Turner, who. By all accounts, like I don't watch every Commanders game, but um, apparently not the problem there. Might have been more of a quarterback situation. In both places. In both places, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't blame uh, the the younger Lafleur for for not being able to work with Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. Yeah, um, but maybe. That uh, offensive scheme, not as foolproof as we would have thought. Perhaps not. Perhaps because not. Because didn't work here with what Hackett tried to bring in. Uh, you're assuming Matt and Mike running something very similar, uh, two different places. I bet both Hackett and Mike LaFleur end up over in Green Bay if Rodgers comes back. Um, if he doesn't. Maybe one of the two, but we uh, Matt tried to interview Mike, uh, but he was denied a couple years ago. <laughs> Matt, you can't even interview your you own can't brother. Talk to your own brother in the NFL. That's sick. Mm, very. How do you really like? How do you track that? Let's be honest. Like, oh, we just had a five-hour Zoom, but we were talking about um, our parents. <laughs> Yeah, you cannot talk to him. We're Fuck, he's making, my brother. I'll talk to him whenever. Plans. Yeah, we're planning next year's Thanksgiving for for five hours over Zoom, <clears throat> and nothing exactly. else. But like, maybe there's something to be said though for not being able to develop a young QB. That's why he's gone. Um, yeah, I mean Zach Wilson did get worse. Yeah, 
So did Joe Flacco. <laughs> it's time for Joe Flacco to retire, by the way. I agree. I agree. Is, I want him out of the NFL before he does any yeah. more damage. He offers nothing anymore as a quarterback. He is. It's honestly like when you go to an old bar and you see one of those like tube TVs mounted up in, in the corner. It's like, oh, this is just a relic from a different era. <laughs> they stopped making these uh, yeah. back in like 2015. So what is this do? What is this doing here? Why is it here? Please, someone, uh, you know, unscrew it and and toss it in the dumpster. And we don't Flacco. have to literally toss, you know, Joe Flacco in the dumpster. No, we can also use the recycling. Yeah, you can recycle him into a. I'm sure he'll get some sort of football job somewhere, talking about football, taking a job away from somebody like you or me. But uh, yeah, the problem is he doesn't have the unibrow anymore. No, he's too handsome. Yeah, too tall, too handsome got nothing to play for like if joe flacco really had something to offer i think as a backup he would have beat the dolphins last week i i think you're i think you're absolutely right um like, he won a super bowl too early in his career i think yeah. it was year five um that's, that's too really. early like come on he, he probably you can just you're joe flacco like you know how not lucky but like that was really it was lucky and he just ha- so happened to play the best football of his career at the most crucial juncture of his career. He's like, he knows that's never happening again. Yeah. He can just put it on autopilot for another 10 years. He was a, he was on a heater. He was on an all time heater. He was. Yeah. yeah. It's never the same. Yeah. It's like this, this, this season of YouTube for me on, on my channel. <laughs> like I'm pretty terrified. I'll never be able to do that again. No. Yeah. Well, uh, come on. Don't we'll say see. that. We'll, have, we'll, we'll at least that. have a 2014 where we make it back to the divisional round. Ooh. Still elite. We're still elite. Yeah. Um. All right. We have exercised our Joe Flacco limit. And yep. uh, okay. So today the Broncos are interviewing Jim Caldwell. They interviewed Jim Harbaugh, doubling down on Jim's. Uh huh. Step into why, don't, why don't we just interview like Jim Bob Cooter too? Oh, call back. Yeah. JBC. JBC. I mean, we can have all the Jims or all the Peytons. That's really what it's boiling <laughs> down to at this point. Uh, Caldwell, maybe that's a, an interview nudged forward by Peyton Manning if he is serving in any sort of advisory yeah. role. Yeah. Uh, Manning got Caldwell or helped get Caldwell the job in detroit uh at least mm-hmm. he vouched for him um obviously caldwell got there you know on his own merit and got to a super bowl with peyton manning one of four head coaches to go to a super bowl with peyton manning yep but and- like dan campbell he did get good football out of the detroit lions which i think is yeah two two winning records yeah actually and- in in four years and and probably should have won a playoff game uh, against the Cowboys in 2014, if if not for a very untimely call. Yeah. So I think it's a good interview for sure. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, he, he's not getting the job, but uh, yeah, he, I mean, where would, okay. Because 
I don't think anybody's getting a job unless it's Harbaugh or Peyton saying no. So it's like it's one of those two coaches' yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's Harbaugh's or Peyton's job. Hey, it's her, right. two, yeah. I kind of would prefer Jim Caldwell over Dan Quinn, I think. I would too. And uh, to correct myself, three winning records in four years. He went 11 and five, seven and nine, nine and seven, nine and seven with the Lions. Yeah. That, that's probably more impressive than 14 and two with the Colts in 2009. Yeah. <laughs> and going to the Super yeah. Bowl. Um, yeah. So the thing about Caldwell is that he's 67. Is he, is he the most soft spoken coach in NFL history? <laughs> Yeah, but not in a Belichick way. No, in a very like comforting and warm way. Yeah. I mean, on, when he's on the sideline, you almost have to like poke him to make sure he's still alive. Oh, uh, I'm <laughs> sleeping with my eyes open, damn it. Yeah. Uh, I think players seem to like him. Um, mm -hmm. And actually, we haven't exercised our Joe Flacco limit because you know who was the offensive coordinator in 2012 for the Ravens? Jim Caldwell. JC. So Jesus he's got Christ a he's got a Super Bowl ring. He's got Damn. a couple actually. We got to stop hiring cool. people that have hurt us though. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really work out very well. Because we brought in Flacco, uh, we brought in Russ, bring in Jim. I don't yeah. know. That was know. genius of him when he dialed up the throw at seventy yards to Jacoby Jones play. Good God. <laughs> um. So he's sixty-seven. Uh. That would. Tell me, and he hasn't he hasn't been in the NFL for a few years, uh, several years. His last job was assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach 2019 for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, uh, that's when they were five and eleven. Oh, um, he he had a little stint as a kind of a rules expert for the XFL, or he was a oh, consultant okay. for the XFL. Um, when they brought it back, or when they were you know trying to bring it back. Uh, getting the framework in place. But, um, yeah, I think you could do a lot worse in terms of someone who's there to stabilize the situation. Um, again, 67 years old, you don't plan on him being there for a decade. No. Uh, but if you're looking for your – your, this is a dirty word for, for some people, not to me, but if you want a John Fox – Who's there to write the ship, spend four years, hopefully, and then you kind of try to take the next step. I think Jim Caldwell would be that guy. And you could do obviously, like we are, you know, we had a bad taste in our mouth with how uh, you know the John John Fox era ended, but um he was a good coach. I'm sorry. He was a good coach. Yeah. No, Foxy, I mean, his real stamp is getting the Super Bowl with the Panthers, with the, yeah. you know, Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome and Steve Smith. Yeah. And a two headed monster. Uh, that was a good team. <clears throat> and getting to a Super Bowl with Peyton, still got to get there. I liked Foxy. Everybody liked, liked Foxy. He's a media favorite at, for sure. He's the type of guy uh, you're good with if you have a Peyton Manning. Um, and maybe Jim Caldwell, you're good with if you have a Russell Wilson, but it's all like a call. It's so, it, it's so clear in that 
your head coach has either got to be the guy you think is going to um, get the most out of Russell Wilson, or he's the guy who's going to get the most out of the team and is going to bring in the offensive coordinator who's going to get the most out of Russ Wilson. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, like Jim Harbaugh, you and I both believe he's the guy that can help the offense as Agreed. a head coach. Sean Payton can help the offense as the head coach. Don't really care who they bring in as offensive coordinator so much. I uh, think we'll get a good offensive coordinator, but their input and what they do will help Russ, will help the offense. If it's D'Amico Ryans, if it's Ajiro Evero, if it's Jim Caldwell, so much importance is who's the OC with those guys. If it's Dan yeah. Quinn, who's the OC with those guys? Because one thing we know for sure is Dan Quinn is not helping the offense as a head coach. I think his track record speaks for that. But players like playing for Dan Quinn, players like playing for Jim Caldwell, all those things are yeah, exciting. Uh, players like playing for Nathaniel Hackett too. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I think I hope we don't swing too far. Uh, and you know, because you can go from a players' coach with Raheem Morris to Greg Schiano, who nobody likes. Right. Uh, well, it's it's Hackett. It's Fangio. It's Hackett. It's yeah. Fangio. Yeah. The I think one of the uh, the middle. Give me the middleman. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, one of the curses of um, you know bad bad organizations, I think, is the pendulum just like swings back and forth, and it's like maybe let's not you know focus on the extremes and try to try to meet somewhere in the middle and find a guy who is you know not necessarily like no nonsense authoritarian uh, figurehead, but someone who is definitely the boss calls the shots, but is fair to his players. Yeah. Uh, they respect them. They fear him a little bit. You have to fear them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you're trying to get like the furthest away from Hackett on this one, like it might, it might be Harbaugh. Yeah. He is. Uh, although Harbaugh is like, they're both kind of silly. Like Hackett's like, uh, he was, he was obviously a, a kind of a silly goose. Uh, Harbaugh is like a – if you saw him walking down the street towards you, you might, you know, walk cross the, the street side. and walk to the other side. He's sure. just a crazy person. Uh, he's he's crazy enough to, you know, uh, slap Jim Schwartz on the back after beating the Lions and, and you know, have – you know, tell Pete Carroll what's your deal, man, or – whatever yeah. happened there. But like we said, like uh, I don't know that, you know, appealing to the players first and foremost is the way to go. No, it's, you're right. It's, it's in the middle. And um, the other edge Harbaugh, I think might have is his understanding of the, of college players right now of yeah like yeah i think that was a huge thing for pete carroll coming into seattle is uh, he did really well in those those first couple drafts yeah uh, i mean he, he coming he, out of usc he drafted richard sherman who he played who played for jim harbaugh while yep. pete carroll was at usc like he had he saw richard sherman up close and personal uh yep. harbaugh knows the big 10 as as well as anybody yeah 
so I think I think there's something to be there, and there's probably some scouts that, you know, coming along with him that would be beneficial. Uh, but who who is all who is everybody on the list for okay. the Broncos that they're interviewing and that they so, have interviewed? Um, we talked about Caldwell. Talked about yep. Harbaugh. Yeah, Peyton. Evero interviewing today, right? Or yesterday? I think he interviewed yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I think he was – he might have been the first, like – definitely the first in-person. Um, D'Amico Ryans. Yes. He's the second-year defensive coordinator for San Francisco. Um, I, we've talked about him, but he played for the Texans for a long time. Really good player in the NFL. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's just done an incredible job this year with the 49ers. Uh, he will get a head coaching job this year and the next I think. Uh, and you have Raheem Morris mm-hmm. uh, from the Rams. Didn't the Bronco or wasn't, wasn't he in the coaching cycle for when Josh McDaniels was hired for the Broncos? Uh, yes. So he went to, I, I think I have that correctly. Um, yeah. He went, he went to, to Tampa, right? He was the defensive backs coach in Tampa Bay. I was okay. in 2008. And then they hired him. They promoted him to head coach 2009. Uh, yeah. 2010, he gets a winning record. Um, I think he has a 10 and 6 record, but doesn't make the playoffs with uh, uh, what's his name? Josh Freeman. And then it all comes crashing down in 2011. He gets fired. Um, and then he was the interim head coach uh, for the Falcons. Right. After they, yeah. they fired Dan Quinn after Quinn went 0 5. Yeah. So there's a lot remember, of like. I wanted the Broncos to get him. Like in 2009. At that time. Oh, this, I didn't have a YouTube channel to talk about it, but I wanted <laughs> I wanted him over McDaniels at that time. Uh, although, like, I thought McDaniels was going to be good. Oh, really? I, I thought the Broncos should have hired Bill Belichick back in 1992. So. Oh wow! But, uh, I'm just kidding, you were God. you weren't even born yet. My dad did. Yeah, no. <laughs> this Belichick character. I uh, like this. Guy. No, I just remember that coaching search. Yeah, like, it was a big deal because it was after Shanahan. So you remember who else they interviewed during that coaching search? Yeah. No. Jason Garrett. Oh. Jason Garrett was interviewed after his interview. <clears throat> Uh, by, I think it was by ESPN, and he accidentally called the Broncos the Dolphins twice. And I think that's like – I think that took him off the list. <laughs> uh, no who did you interview for? I uh, had a great interview with the Miami Dolphins today. The oh, you're, Broncos. No, we're the Broncos, so – That's – You important. failed. You do yeah. have to know the name of the team that you're yeah. trying to coach. Yes. But – so they interviewed Jason Garrett and uh, Bob Stoops. The Oklahoma head coach. Oh, interesting. That would have been an, and he never, you know, he never got that chance uh, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think he he was in the XFL when they came back. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, that would have been interesting. Again? Probably wouldn't have worked out. Um, mm-hmm. And then I can't remember the other guy, but there, there was someone else on that list. Yeah, and of course they took the worst one. Yeah, but it it eventually worked out. Um, it did. All right, so uh, yeah, Morris, D'Amico, Dan Quinn, Harbaugh, Peyton, Evero, 
it'll be curious to see what happens with Rosberg as well. But so far, they're getting their interviews. They're getting them quick. And yeah. I, I think they're the most appealing destination of any of the vacant jobs right now. Like, you've got the Cardinals. I ain't going there. Got the Texans. Don't want to be there. Got the Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers uh, do have the assets. Yeah, outside of the QB. assets that attract us. Yeah, um, yeah, but they have the assets to to get a quarterback. Uh, one would think. Um, okay, now I'm reading who they're interviewing in 2009: Jim Schwartz, Rex Ryan. Todd Bowles, Leslie Fl- Leslie Frazier. Oh. And Rick Dennison. Oh, that's right. Oh, Ricky D. Bob Stoops, Raheem Morris. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. It's a waiting game. It's pretty clear. It's Harbaugh. It's Peyton. We'll yeah, see. They got to wait till the 17th else. for Sean. We'll know more after that. Fuck, I think Harbaugh is trying to get more money out of Michigan. I don't know if they're gonna give it. Um, who's the guy, who's their guy there that he has to deal with? Their president or yeah, Manuel. Yeah, Manuel. I read somebody saying that they don't they necessarily do. see eye to eye, but that could yeah. just be BS. It seems to be a theme with Harbaugh. It's either a theme or because it's been said before, somebody's just making that up to could say be. like could be yeah, um, but. Uh, I think it was Ian Rappaport saying, you know, he wants Michigan to make him one of the highest paid head coaches. They're not necessarily willing to do that yet, but if they want to keep him and they do do that, he probably will just go back to Michigan. Yeah. Uh, so the Broncos could just be a leverage play for him. I don't know. But it seems like, and someone else said too that, um, like, Denver is in play for, for Harbaugh because. He that's the only team that's willing to pay him twenty million. Yeah, and so it's kind of if he's going to the NFL, seems like he's just he's going to Denver or back to Michigan, and that's it. Yeah, because Panthers aren't interviewing him, and the Colts have yet to. Yeah, I don't know if the Colts have that kind of money. Mm. Well, I, I think, think they do. I just don't think they want to spend it. Maybe they don't. Maybe uh, who really maybe knows? Doesn't have it. Who really knows? Um, yeah, I mean, I think my final thought um, right now Take is Jerry. that what's that? <laughs> yeah, okay, Jerry. Jerry Springer, call back to Jerry Springer. Uh, did you see that in the post game celebration? They're all chanting Jerry in the locker room. Oh no! I don't know if it's for Rossberg or Judy, but Jerry, one. Jerry, Jerry. Um, God. Baggage, by the way, that's the best Jerry Springer out there. Um, forgot my point. Oh, okay. So I don't want them to get too like, I don't think it should be Peyton and Harbaugh and then just like a line in the sand and then everybody else. I want them to seriously consider the best candidate. And yeah. I know they have, I know they have like $200 million burning a hole in their pocket, but if D'Amico Ryan's, ends up being the best candidate i hope they hired D'Amico ryan's yeah. if if evero comes in there or was in there and, and blew their socks off i hope it's evero i don't want them to get married to the idea that because we are walmart because we can 
we should. Right. There's a big difference between, you know, having the money to do something and, and you know, needing to spend it. It's, it's since when, <laughs> I don't know, like just going for a big name because you are swinging that proverbial pendulum away from Nathaniel Hackett, who was not a head coach previously. I don't think it, um, you know, I don't think that is the best course of action. If they're the best candidate, sure. But don't do it because you have the money. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, like, if I'm the Broncos and I'm willing to spend 20 mil for Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh, it's not really about their qualifications. So much is it about those two guys convincing you that this is where they want to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not just because of the money, because if it is just for the money, that's probably not a recipe for uh, success there. Of course. Uh, also note to any of those guys or any of the, the, the candidates that are not those two, uh, whatever you think you should get as the head coach monetarily, double it right now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Friggin' double that. Um, yeah, no, no kidding. I think what's appealing about D'Amico Ryans is that the knock about being a first-time head coach to me is less relevant with him because he played in the NFL. I think yeah. that experience makes up for a lot of the problems that come with first-time head coaches. Now, there's a lot of shit you got to deal with that's not player specific, not football game specific. Uh-huh. That's a, an adjustment, but yeah. I think like Dan Quinn's a really good example of a guy who played, he gets it, the players relate to it, and you can be successful because of your experience in the league. But Yeah, yeah. It doesn't guarantee it, but I think there's the the natural sort of way you conduct yourself as a head coach or the way you should, the way you think you would want, uh, that part of it, I think, is is instinct for former players versus a head coach that was not a player trying to figure out how do I get relate to the guys? How do I make sure they're happy and they're still playing well? That's yeah. Adam Gase. Yeah. For example. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's any chance? So we found out that two is not playing on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Um, do you think there's any chance that the dolphins get blown out and the, and they fire McDaniel? Hmm. I I mean I don't. Okay. But I mean, and you'd I basically you'd have to be on the list if that happened. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, even if like, <laughs> oh, offensive coordinator, he would be the dream. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the Broncos are actually in a good place too because uh, this is a very like small number of head coaching vacancies and we'll see what happens with the Rams. That's kind of a, yeah, that's going to be a big one, but, and teams can always fire their coach after the, you know, if they lose in the playoffs, I don't necessarily see any of them doing that outside of Miami. Um, but yeah, there's, so there's four teams right now. And then you, you have, you know, maybe the Rams, Sean McVay has told his uh, staff that they can, you know, they're free to interview elsewhere while he decides on his future doesn't sound promising, but also like how attractive are the Rams because they are also, you know, they're lacking a first round pick. 
they might be in they're an old roster like Aaron yeah. Donald might retire if, if McVay does too uh Stafford you don't know how long he's gonna play or if he's yeah. gonna be healthy um, I don't want to go there next next season as a no. coach no it's 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 precarious it's like I think one of the reasons the Saints didn't fire Dennis Allen is the same the same, same would immediately be the worst uh vacancy like they don't have money and they don't have assets in terms yeah. of uh, draft capital <clears throat> that's why that's why Peyton left i mean make no mistake that's why Peyton left he, yeah, saw, he saw the, the writing on the wall he's like he saw this the writing is- on the wall it yeah. said red rum and he ran now maybe he was a part of getting them there too <laughs> yes oh definitely yeah uh, but and that maybe that's a, a red flag you should be thinking about. Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. This should have been like the season the Saints sort of like unloaded as much as they could, uh, and not been they weren't competitive really. Any they were competitive because their division sucked, but they were not a competitive football team on the grand scale of the NFL. This should have been the year they stripped down to nothing. Yes, cut the veterans they needed to get trade, the cap back for trade Tom Michael Thomas trade Alvin Kamara trade yeah either Lattimore or Ramchek yeah they held on to everything though yeah and what did it you know and they're still they in a bad you? spot so yeah. sad anyway we got Jerry Judy winning offensive player of the week for the AFC yeah yeah. Some say one week too late. I say it felt good to just friggin' win. It did feel good to win. Um, and pass 100, again, all pro, 193, right? Yeah, Judy, 193 yards versus the Chargers, all purpose. Or not wow. all purpose, from, from scrimmage. Yeah, I didn't even... Because he had those a couple carries, too. Yeah, yeah, he had a couple carries, like 33 yards yeah. on the ground. Uh, just... I think this like kind of solidifies it, but he is wide receiver one. Yeah. And then you're, we keep forgetting. I think that Tim Patrick is coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can count on that. I don't think you can count on KJ Hamler being healthy at, for any prolonged period of time. Uh, nope. But Judy did, you know, Judy almost got a thousand yards in a terrible offense uh, when he also missed like the better part of four games. Yeah, no, he's he proved he should be the guy. So he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. He, I think he took a big leap forward. So, and he was the guy who finally defended Russ, and everyone followed yeah. suit. So I yeah. like it. But, he it kind of took off from that Chiefs game where he, yeah. he freaked out after the non-holding call, catches three touchdowns in that game, uh, just kind of hit a different, you know, level play after that. Yeah. Now here's another thing to think about. Yeah. Because I said the Broncos, you know, could try and trade Cortland Sutton. Um, we don't know exactly what his value is, but uh, a draft pick, like if you got a third for Sutton, I'd be yep. okay with it. Uh, although he had, he had a decent game at, at that final week too, but maybe because we do have money and say we don't take. Uh, Sean Payton, we go with Harbaugh or someone else, so we still have our first round draft pick. Uh, you send that over to Arizona if they're willing to deal Ooh. you uh, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, and Jerry Judy. 
would Hopkins would it would he require a first round pick? Do you think? I I mean do. he got traded for a second round pick uh three years ago. So based on what and like now older what Tyreek Hill commanded and what Devontae Adams commanded, I think the Broncos a late first round pick is perfect value. Other teams might be willing to give up more. Um, but like that would be that would be a nice move. That would be a nice move. Okay. I'm dreaming. I, I, I don't think it would take – I don't think he's off the radar by any means. Yeah. I think um, the Broncos could be a sneaky team to make a move for a guy like that and keep Jerry Judy. Those two together, yeah. I like. Yeah, they're good. Uh, I think they complement each other in yeah. the way that we thought that this wide receiver core would complement each other. Um, I also wouldn't rule them out. I know people are going to lose their minds because they're like, oh, no, you can't take a wide receiver before you take an offensive lineman, uh, which I agree they do need to fix the offensive line. Um, I think Jim Harbaugh just being there makes the offensive line better. Uh, I trust him to figure figure that out. But, yeah, it's like you can't rule out a wide receiver. Um, at tw- We don't know where they're picking yet because the 49ers – uh, it could They're be, not yeah, it could be anywhere from like twenty six to thirty two, or well, thirty one, because the Dolphins had their uh, pick taken away. Oh, that's right. You know who has the thirty second pick right now in the draft? Who? The Pittsburgh Steelers from the Chase Claypool trade. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. What a nice move for the Steelers. That was pretty slick. They they essentially got yeah. themselves a first rounder uh, for Chase Claypool. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I did not realize that. Uh, Chicago, that might have been a misfire. We'll yeah. see next year, but you know, early right. returns are not promising. No. You like returns that are promising? Will DraftKings Sportsbook got you taken care of right now? Use our code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings, and uh, during the playoffs here, with our code, you can do a five dollar bet on any playoff game, any of the playoff games with this five dollar bet. At least five dollars could be more. You'll instantly receive an additional two hundred dollars in bonus bets. That's pretty simple. Code DNVR starting January 14th. Okay. Uh, new customers. You got to be new. Got to be a noob to get that 200 in bonus bets. And if mobile sports betting is not available in your state, do not worry. You can still get in on the fun with DraftKings Fantasy. And you can use the $200 in bonus bets uh, with some same game parlays stack some bets from that same game like which team will win and buy how much for an even bigger payout if you hit code dnvr over at draft games all right let's uh take a look at these games real yeah. quick here and uh i want to shout out the winner of the pick'em league will We've got an official winner, king of the Pick'em League. The one and only. Uh, the anticipation is killing you. It's our buddy, Steve. It's Steve Tarr, ladies and gentlemen. 
Dang well it, deserved. Well deserved. Steve, uh, not only great at picking football games, he is a terrific man. Uh, he joins us on the Patreon Zoom. I think every time. He's been uh, everyone since the beginning, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's yeah, he's a, a friend of ours. Shout out to his brother Daniel too. The, the Tar Boys are they're awesome. Yeah, very, very happy. Yeah, we finished in twenty second <laughs> place. Uh, Steve, number one. Uh, there's some other number ones here in total points. Oh wait, is there multiple ones? Steve won. Just Steve. Uh, yeah, ESPN picks Steve, and we can shout out the other ones. Juan Gonzalez, Ryan Ladue. Yeah, because they all have 175 wins. They all have the same win percentage. Yeah. Huh. Why are that's all three not up there? Uh, that's a great question. Wow. Controversy at top, Steve. Uh-oh. Either way, Steve, Juan, Ryan, great job. These are our final standings here. A lot of strong performances. I think everybody who finished in the 22 area actually understands football the best. So that's my take. It was, it's always like really funny when we're the ones with the podcast and uh, we do considerably worse than the people who listen to it. Yeah. We are not the smartest football people. But we try. Okay. Let's pick these games real quick. Uh, and then I got to get out of here because I got to go watch my child. Yeah. So we're not going to do – I forgot to try and set up a playoff pick em. I don't even know if you can do that in ESPN. But we got six games this weekend. Starting with Dolphins, Bills. Two is not playing. It's an easy Bills pick for me. Yeah. Bills at home. Yeah, uh, this is the Sunday morning game. Yeah, the Sunday okay. morning game. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, – we could get some tough ones, I think, on Sunday between, um, you know, if – we know that I think Skylar Thompson's going to start. Uh, so I'm taking the Bills on that alone. I probably right. would have taken the Bills if Tua was going, but um, yeah, it would have been a certainly more interesting game to watch. Yeah, uh, if two then, had been playing like the last couple weeks and playing well, and this was the matchup, yeah, it'd be a little tougher to pick. But yeah, because two beat them in you know back in week, whatever week that was. Yeah, yeah, it was early, earlier. All right, kind of Ravens, a similar situation here with the Ravens and Bengals. Yep. Ravens, Bengals. Lamar Jackson, I don't think is going to play. Uh, probably Tyler Huntley. So you got. Joe Burrow and the Bengals at home with the yeah. Ravens, whose defense been really good, but I'm taking the Bengals here too. Yeah. Um, I I genuinely think the Bengals can make it back to the Super Bowl. Oh, I do too. They've got a, um, they've got a path. It's very similar to last year's, but they got a path. Yeah, because you get the home playoff game. Um, then it gets a little murkier. Uh, but 
if the Bills and Bengals both win, they're playing each other, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then, and then uh, the winner of Chargers uh, Jags would play Kansas City. Um, yeah. That would be very Kansas City to get the Jags at home. Um, just get get basically, I don't want to say it, but like two first round buys, or first first round buy, second round buy. I mean, come mm. on, come on. I think the Jags are better than that to call them. A, if they get the Chargers, I'm going to call it a first round buy or second <laughs> round buy. Jags will give them a fight. Okay. Um, um, I'll keep it moving here. Uh, yeah. Bengals on, on the Saturday night game, Chargers, Jags. Give me the Jags. I like the Jaguars too. And it's not At an anti AFC West Chargers thing. I just think Jacksonville's better football team. Yeah. It's not nothing against the Chargers. I just think they suck and I hate them. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this game is just uh, I'll call it the political the woke ass left matchup between two hippie yep. quarterbacks with long disgusting hair rubbing yeah. it in our face how liberal they are greasy uh, if both of these long haired hippie quarterbacks could lose I would be happy yeah but I like the Jags. I like the Jags. Yeah, take your Justin Herbert, take your granola eating ass back to Oregon. Why don't you and Trevor Lawrence start a commune together and just go do something there? Yeah. Um this will be it'll I think it'll be a really fun game to watch. I might be looking forward to this game more than uh more than anything else. Um Okay, so that's the AFC. Let's go to the first game. On Saturday afternoon, we have the Seattle Seahawks, led by Geno Smith, <laughs> playing the Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy 49ers. Uh, I did not have Geno Smith v. Brock Purdy in the playoffs to start the season for sure. No, um, but what a great, what a great league we have. Uh, the NFL is that's why it's king, really. Yeah. Um, 49ers swept the Seahawks um, with one game with Garoppolo and Lance. And then uh, most recently on Thursday night in Seattle, uh, later in the season, I think they make it a clean three. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys. And the game that is toughest for me to pick is Giants and Vikings. I will but take I'm leaning the, towards the Giants. I'm leaning towards the Giants. I'm actually getting so I'm gonna take the Buccaneers, by the way. Um, oh, you dirty, dirty bastard. I'm not telling you what I want and tell you what I think is yeah, going to happen. Uh I want to pick the Giants, uh, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna pick the Vikings. In a close one. Okay. In a close one. Come on, Dan Jones, Brian Dable. Don't prove me wrong. I won't be mad if the Vikings win. I will be mad if the Buccaneers win. Come on, Dallas. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Today's episode of the podcast, the picks for playing in the Pick'em League, Patreon members. We appreciate the support. Check out Will's channel. Will sucks at games where he does really suck at games. And good night. And John Elway plays his entire career without an ACL. And good luck. We're back. We're firing on all cylinders.
Hey, the NFL regular season just wrapped up, and you know what that means. Time for a new head coach. Also, starting on January 14th, 14 of the best teams will contend against each other in hopes of getting to Super Bowl 57. If that's not enticing enough, I'm teaming up with DraftKings to give all new customers a winning offer. New customers, all you got to do is sign up for DraftKings using my promo code DNVR, bet at least $5 on any NFL playoff game, and you'll instantly receive... An additional $200 in bonus bets. That's right. $5 any game of your choosing. Instantly get 200 in bonus bets. And with those bonus bets, oh, you could stack some same-game parlays, bet on uh, who you think is going to win and buy how much, and you'll have a shot at a bigger payout. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers, use code DNVR, bet $5 on any playoff game to get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Do it now.